Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Philly, 106.7 a fan. Be Mitchell Philly is brought to you by Rude HVAC Equipment. Head over to Rude.com to find a contractor near you and available tax credits and rebates. That's R-U-U-D. And remember, if it ain't rude, it ain't right. Also, remember, we have the 1067 The Fan versus Team 980 Live Friday, February 2nd at 8 p.m. at the Bethesda Theater. Get tickets today at BethesdaTheater.com, presented by Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local. Put their team in your office. Visit mstreetbank.com for more information. Jupu Fimbu. Yo. All Soup, right. Superman, what's up? I'm trying this soup thing. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if I'll stick to it. Uh, I, I haven't think, stuck to it so I, far. Can I give you one hint real quick? Sure. Make your own soup, and you don't have to worry about all the preservatives that's going to screw up whatever you're trying to do. Oh, yeah. This is not good for me. Yeah. I got, like, the super chunky. My dad, man, I remember I got this one because my father used to make split pea soup, and it looks like slime when it's made correctly. It looks pretty gross, but damn, it's good, man. Kind of like okra gumbo. Sure. Just like it. I don't know that I've ever had okra gumbo, but I do believe you. I know it's green. Um, we're going to give away some tickets for the 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 night here in a few minutes. Um, so if you want tickets, I mean, that's not this weekend, but next weekend. Right? The what? The yeah, Next weekend coming Next up? Friday night, yeah. right? That's going to be a fun night. Yeah. Have we confirmed if Landfill will or will not attend? He's attending. Landini, where are you I'm at? I'm going to pick him up. Uh, Greg we said gonna, he'd pick you up. I mean, Landfield gonna ride in on the party bus with 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 certain things happening. There we go, Landfield. We, we, we gonna come in our own party, and if, if it's not happening enough, we're gonna just run on out to the party bus. Um, question for for you and Landfill. Yeah, we'll start with a question for Jeff. Now, I know you've been to Australia, and I believe you've been throughout the Caribbean and maybe to Africa. So, is your passport in good standing? Yes. Okay. That was step one. For only, we each need to come up with $57, if my math is correct. Landfill and Brian, I follow a an account on Twitter called The Flight Deal, and it posts about really good deals available throughout the country mm-hmm. for flights. You know, uh, Dallas to Stockholm. You never know what you're going to see. But occasionally, there's one that's a DC-based flight. Mm-hmm. Landfill, how much you got on you, buddy? Fifty-seven. Landfill has exactly fifty-seven dollars. I believe I have. I only have twenties. I have. I have fifty dollars cash. I have two twenties and a ten. What do you got, B? Mm, I got a hundred and something. So you can spot me the seven. Yeah, I can spot you that. For $167, landfill, we could get Jeff round trip to Guatemala City. Are you going to try to leave him there? How um, much is one way? I I don't know. <laughs> I, I would not advocate to only send him there. 
Because I think you need and, like a, a and visa. Leave and leave him there, huh? I got 57. Landfill's got exactly 57. B's got over 100. I got 106. All right. Jeff, we will buy you a flight to Guatemala City. For what? Whatever it Whatever is you, you do. do. Let's go. You want to go to Guatemala? <laughs> Let's go to Guatemala. <laughs> um, how do we think Jeff's visit to Guatemala will go? Not good. Poorly. I'm only paying for one way, though. <laughs> I don't know that that's not what the flight deal offers. Yeah, it, they they, they want to make sure you got a, double, uh, a round trip so they can get rid of you. They don't want you to stay there too long. Now, it, it's also a basic economy flight to Guatemala City. Yeah, Jeff, um, he's going to be a little cooped up. If, now he, if he want to, and upgrade, you're not allowed to bring any luggage. Hey, if you want to upgrade, got to upgrade his own stuff. And yeah, bring you back, upgrade you upgrades bring, on you. You can Jeff. bring a backpack. Hey, I blend and I get some clothes from out there. Um, Don't worry, you be wearing flannel. You, you you can teach the whole city of Guatemala how to wear flannel. You taught all of us. Jeff, how do you think you'll fare with the Guatemalan ladies? Ram. Hey, yo, I'm actually looking at it on on the, on the website. Right, I'm like Guatemala women. You just Googled you just Guatemala Googled women? Yeah. Oh, Lord. How's it look? Hey. From your work computer? Yeah, some of them look good. Better be know. careful what they show you. Now, I just want to see. Of course, I'm not wild like that. I, I could blend in, though. I could get some of the ladies. I, you speak a little Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. I go out to see. <laughs> That's all, right. all he knows. This flight is on United. <laughs> now, it has to be certain dates and times. That's on you. Um, It's this basic economy. Basic economy fares do not allow for advanced seat assignments. You get your seat assignment randomly during check-in. And in addition, normal size carry-on that does not fit under the seat is charged 35 bucks each way. So that's not bad. I think maybe we send Jeff to Guatemala, man. Um, hey, I'm with it. Brian. Yeah. You played during a time where... At least your time with the Skins, quarterback sat, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, back then, Gibbs had his own incredibly smart way of stashing quarterbacks and and kind of bringing them up and, and down, practice squads, fake injuries, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. When you got to Philly, did Donovan play right away or did he get to sit? Uh, no, Donovan. Actually, Donovan was there in 99, and I can remember we played against him. I told you this story where he didn't start the game, but then he came out, like, once he got into the game. But I thought he was overly hyped. And I thought, I said, if he get in the game, he's not going to play well. He was too too hyped up as a quarterback. And, but when I got the field, and then he played the rest of that year in 99. When I got there in 2000, he was well-established and ready to go. His rookie year was rough. Uh, he yeah. only started six games, yeah. completed 49% of his passes, eight touchdowns, seven picks. Mm-hmm. Um. When you were in New York, they hadn't drafted Eli yet, had they? No, no. Eli came, I think, that year after. I oh, you had a. Uh, I had Kerry Collins and I had Jesse Palmer. Jesse Palmer, I remember that. Yeah. Was Kerry boozing in those days? Didn't that get away from that him a little after, bit? That was after that incident. Because you remember when he said the words, and I had a. When I got there, the first thing I did was have a conversation with him about that. And, you know, he was very, very apologetic. And adult, um, a mature adult who basically had the conversation, discussed what happened, and made his promises. And I thought he was cool as hell. Um, well, long way to ask you this. 
I think we all believe commanders are drafting a quarterback at number two. Does yes. everybody agree? Speak now or forever hold your I peace. I think so. Among the four of us. Okay. Jeff may or may not be listening, but I think he believes. Um, what do you think the best path is for this kid? Uh, to be honest with you, I would love to see every quarterback sit back and and learn, but I, I believe that there are too many factors at play to normally allow that to happen. And I think as it starts with the ownership, what, what do they have to try and recoup what they spent? Uh, fans have been promised stuff. They want to see it now. Coaches say, I'm going to come in and do Why would the coach come in and try to build up his offense for uh, maybe a quarterback who's not as talented as this guy, and then you have to change it when the guy comes a little later? So I think you let him play. Landfield, what would you do? Number two overall pick. I think realistically the guy's going to play, but there have been, you know, multiple cases recently of guys sitting that seemed to work out. Mahomes didn't play for the first year. Jordan Love barely played for like three years. Uh, before that, Aaron Rodgers didn't play for multiple years. Lamar Jackson wasn't really the first, the full-time starter his first year. That worked out pretty well. There might be something to it, but is all think, I'm saying. But this is the thing you say, Pat. Soon as Pat went in his rookie season, passed for 300 yards, they started working out a trade. They knew immediately. But they only started him because they'd already clinched, and then in the playoffs they went back to Alex. I understand. But next year he was gone. Sure. Okay? The whole thing about it is you can say sit him. What if they draft somebody, he comes in, and he is absolutely killing it? You going to put him on the bench? See, the mindset has – I don't – I think that's now, a unique situation. The, but the mindset now is you play the best, okay? And if you go out there and you draft a guy number two, you expect him to be the best, right? And if he steps in here and he's better than the other quarterback, you're going to still sit him? It's a fair point. Um, I don't – a legit – like, there's no – no one roadmap. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it's an awesome luxury when you're able to have a guy sit and they watch and learn. I, I do think there's value in that. Do you think you have that luxury after 20-something years of uh, not? But, Lanville, to your point about Lamar didn't start right away, I think they still had Flacco. I think Lamar started the final seven games of the season, and they went six and one. His numbers weren't all that great, but um, I, I I don't know the best way forward. I know that I think this kid's going to start, whoever it is. Yeah. See, I, I'm always at a crossroads because I'm a, I, I'll, I'll tell people, when people sit down sometimes behind quarterbacks that are real, real good, are they really getting better or are they seeing somebody else get better and how they get it done? Sometimes when guys get thrown into the action, they they develop quicker. Some people develop later. We just have to face the fact that some guys just aren't going to get it. There are guys that have sat and still didn't become great. Jeff, what do you want them to do? You believe they're going to draft a kid at two. What do you want them to do? 
I want him to get the quarterback at two. Um, it. This is how I look at it. If we get a quarterback at two, now we have competition at the quarterback position. Who and with Sam? Are you bringing a veteran in? What do you want to do there? Because that's a little bit of a complicated. If you get factor. a quarterback at two, there is no damn competition. Let's know that for yeah. a fact. Yeah, but you know, just how it happened. We've with already had people. Falsely say we have competition. We don't want to go into the new era with that type of mindset. Yeah, but I mean, Sam is still there. Um, if we go get someone young, I'm with getting a young guy and letting him flourish. But just how, like we said, we watch with Jordan Love. Shoot, we even watch with uh, Josh Allen. You watch with Jordan Love behind the Hall of Famer. Yes, but if everything don't play out how how it's supposed to, and that rookie got to get benched, I mean, we still got Jacoby. Yeah, yeah I mean. I'm no, fine. we don't. He had a one-year contract. Oh, oh, uh, my bad. We yeah, Brissett's gone. Yeah, uh, or, we, I mean, they don't. could resign him, but he's yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would go get the guy at number two because if it was certain with Sam that yo, Sam looked like the guy. All right, he 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 messed up here and there, but we know this our guy. I'll be like, nah, I don't. I don't think we go with a quarterback at two. But it's not certain. One of them guys that could potentially be a playmaker, go get him. Why not? And if he don't work out, we just keep continuing our search. Matt Matt Essig is here, and we often mess up his afternoon because we bring Russell on, and he doesn't get the plan because Russell's here. Essig, how do you think the right way to develop a quarterback is? Um, I mean, the right way to develop a quarterback is to get somebody who has experience in the in NCAA, but understand that the league is an entirely different situation. You need to have a veteran quarterback in the room to teach them in preseason and in the early season. I don't necessarily think that even if you have a high draft pick, you have to play your rookie quarterback just because if they're not ready. You don't want to, pardon my French, Sam Darnold them. You don't want to put them in a situation where they could be successful, but because of the line and because of the situation, you're going to ruin them. So you, if you're going to draft a quarterback, you need to also have a room around them that can give them the best benefit for the doubt. That's Matt Essig. You can hear him on the Team 980 starting at 2 p.m. Um, <laughs> a number of things we need to do. Right mm-hmm. now, we need to give some tickets away. Caller number 10, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. You could win a pair of tickets to 106.7 The Fan versus Team 980 Live next Friday night, February 2nd, 8 p.m., Bethesda Theater. Get tickets today at BethesdaTheater.com, presented by Main Street Bank. Cheer local, bank local. Put their team in your office. Visit MStreetBank.com for more information. Here's what else I need to do, Brian. I need to tell the good people about Oarsman Automotive of Virginia. They've been in business for over 100 years. If you stay in business that long, you're doing something right. They've got seven locations all over Northern Virginia. They can get you any kind of car you're looking for. I've bought four cars there. Brian's bought a number of cars there. Seriously, you can sell them your car. They'll sell you a used car. Whatever it is you're looking for, they'll take care of you. We just got my wife's car serviced Mm -hmm. at Oarsman Fairfax Toyota before we drove up to the mountains. They did a great job. Had it looking so clean, and the brakes are tight. Everything they do, they do it right, including the Oarsman Lifetime Edge. And you know, JP, because of that Oarsman Lifetime Edge, you know, you get $1,500 in extras, including a complimentary car wash. That's why uh, Lawrence Car was I need so a car good. wash now with after every the snow. Schedule maintenance, you get loaner cars with every major maintenance, and you get that Oarsman Lifetime Engine Guarantee. 
And like you stated earlier, they will buy your car. If you have a car to sell, Oarsman will pay you up to 125% of the Kelly Blue Book value, regardless of its make, model, or year. It's very simple at Oarsman. They like to keep their customers happy, just like JP and I are. So take it from us, two extremely satisfied Oarsman customers. And let's rock. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, together. I lied. 2.6. Be Mitch Finley on a Wednesday. You hear that song. You know what it means. Time to talk to Ben White and get smarter. Ben, how are you, buddy? Yo, yo, I'm good. How are you guys doing? Uh, happy Wednesday to you. Happy Ben's Day. That's right. Same thing to you, brother. Um, there you go. Let me start by asking you uh, an easy question, but not a simple answer. What's sure. the right way to develop a young quarterback? You draft a kid at number Ooh. two. What should you do? Yeah, man, that's a really good question. Uh, do you just drop them in right away? And, uh, and it seems to be the way that uh, the league is going, that uh, starting quarterbacks kind of are expected to be in there and productive and uh, starting sooner than they used to be. And it works out a lot of the time, you know, for some of these young quarterbacks, but not for all of them. So I don't know. Are you on the topic of whether the uh, commandos should uh, take a QB at number two? I don't think there's much. I think they're going to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this question. Yeah, no yeah. Peyton Manning became an awesome quarterback. His first yeah. year, he didn't look that good. But he nah. got better the next year. So he played a Hall of Fame career. If he hadn't yeah. played his first year, can we automatically assume he would have went on the same path? No, nah, not necessarily. Um, but, you know, I mean, you look at, like, Jordan Love, who sits for a while, and uh, I guess, you know, obviously Green Bay is pretty good at, at doing that, bringing up quarterbacks, Rodgers and Favre and Love and Rodgers. Um, and I think it's got to be some Brady sat, right, uh, for a while till uh, what's-his-name got hurt. But Brady uh, wouldn't draft it to be, a, be like the guy. No, that's true. Six-round yeah. draft pick, so nobody expected that much out of him. Uh, I don't know the answer to it. I mean, I think you you get the sense for the guy from. I mean, you'd have to tell me about who who are the candidates uh, for the number two pick right now. It's, it seems like it's either going to be Drake May from North Carolina, which is just right. ironic that they're Drake May followed Sam Howell at Carolina and might follow him here, um, right. or this kid Jaden Daniels, the Heisman Trophy winner out of LSU. Uh, both are right. okay. both are elite prospects. Daniels more of a playmaker. Yeah. Um, Drake can move, certainly. I, you don't want to discount his athleticism, but a little more of like a traditional pocket passer. Pocket uh, passer. Yeah, I've watched him a couple of times uh, at Carolina. seen the LSU guy a couple of times. Not enough to form like really uh, expert opinions on whether it makes sense to, to take him at number two. I mean, I guess the question is, I mean, obviously you need a quarterback. You need a future leader. You've been burned many times before and, and not gotten the right one. And neither of these two, at least, are like the slam dunks that uh, you might you know, a household name uh, would be that we've seen in previous years. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I feel like I've been burned so many times at the quarterback position in Washington uh, that I'm just, I can't get too enthusiastic about picking anybody. New, new era, to... new era, Ben, new era, Ben. New yeah, era. New, new people owners, picking, new, new, coach, new mindset, new, not, not the only getting involved. 
But if you want me yeah, to maybe you make you feel better, the last time they had yeah. a draft pick this high, and I don't know that this will make you feel better, honestly, but the last time they had a draft pick this high was in 2020, and they did not go quarterback. They took Chase Young. Yeah, true. Had they gone quarterback there, it would have been either Tua or Herbert, both of whom are better than what Washington has had in the time since. Herbert looks oh, like a star. Man. Tua looks pretty good. He looks pretty good, yeah. I mean, he definitely uh, has some skills that you can build around. And, and uh, uh, yeah, I'd be happy with both those players. And uh, Chase Young is no longer a Washington uh, commander. Right. And, um, or you know, so, yeah. would they could pursue a free agent. You know what right. veteran quarterback is going to be a free agent this summer, this March? Uh, who knows? Flacco? Kirk Cousins. Oh, come on. <laughs> you don't, come you don't on. want to. <laughs> It'd be pretty. It'd be pretty uh, wild if Kirk ended up back here. I don't expect it, it but can't. I, I just, I just be can't see it happening the from his perspective. Same yeah, I mean, we've been there, done that, and, and then the, you know what's going to happen. He's going to have a great regular season. They're going to get, uh, you know, a wild card, maybe challenge for division. Who knows? I'd say more likely the wild card. We get in the game. We're driving down to tie it up and take the lead. He's going to throw a pick, and I'm going to go crazy. And that's Kirk Cousins. (laughs) You know? I've seen that movie. I don't need to see it again. Uh, I don't need to get the And he's coming off of Um, uh, Achilles uh, injury. Forget it. Forget it. No, uh, that's that's ridiculous. Um, I, I just can't see a reunion. Of, I mean, granted, it is a whole new cast and a whole new ownership group and everything else, so you could throw some of that bad uh you know karma out the window and the relationship would be different uh with the new folks but it's just i i wouldn't do it i i'm not excited about the idea of a return of kirk cousins it's tough you know to your point i don't think it's going to happen so it's probably mood anyway but like you're hiring a new coach new gm you're rebuilding everything to become a championship organization right right, right. and i think there's enough of a track record that shows kirk doesn't win you a title He's good, no. but he's he's not he's gonna. Good. He's efficient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's good with the football, puts up numbers, and then fails. We are talking with our friend Ben White. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Economy Ben. He is the chief Wall Street correspondent at the Messenger. Uh, I want to get to some down and dirty money stuff with mm-hmm. you, but you had an interesting note in your uh, newsletter today that right. the Lions' success is mm-hmm. really helping out the city of Detroit. Can you yeah. explain that formula? Yeah, I mean, it happens, you know, to any team or city that, you know, enjoys a, a run of renewed interest and in popularity. I mean, some places like, you know, Kansas City are used to it. You know, you've seen the uh, Kansas City really ride its team uh, and it helped uh, local businesses in the area year after year. And, and Detroit, you know, has had ups and downs. Obviously, it had a terrible fall from uh, it's heyday of, uh, you know, Motown and the auto industry and, and the gutting of that. And we could get into how that explains Trump and all the rest of it. And, and it's true. Um, but, you know, it just was just an interesting piece, uh, I think, in the journal or maybe the Times, just looking into surrounding businesses around the, you know, the Dome area uh, and how they fared and how much uh, the city has, you know, ridden this wave of Lions pride, and it's always been a good football city. Like they've turned out, and and even though their teams have failed to make the playoffs or win in the playoffs, um, you know the fan base has been there. But it's much bigger and more uh, energized now. So that falls to revenue for ancillary businesses all around, and then revenue for <clears throat> people who are selling stuff. You know, apparel and merchandise is obviously popular. 
Uh, and it really caught a wave. Like, my girlfriend doesn't like football at all, but she's become, you know, a Lions fan and backer in hopes that they win. Like, she won't go out of her way to watch it, but if I put it in front of her, she'll cheer for the Lions. I mean, it's a feel-good story, you know. Sure. Mm. I think some of that was, was also why people were rooting for the Bills so much. Um, but sure. Detroit's obviously a bigger city, and it's pretty well noted. Yeah, it's the... gone through a lot. Yeah, you know, exactly. And, uh, have really tough days, and they're still not back. I mean, there's plenty of derelict neighborhoods in Detroit now that are completely gone and, and vanished, uh, you know, in the middle class there that kind of existed and, and got pushed uh, pushed out. And But they're improving. You know, like the auto industry is doing well. You know, the unions are doing well now. They've just signed all these new agreements with the big three automakers that really should uh, work to the benefit a lot of the auto workers in the uh, Michigan area uh, and elsewhere in the industrial Midwest. Like, that's an important story along with the Lions themselves. Like, uh, you know, the, the automakers are earning profits and the union workers are getting better deals and more money and better contracts. And that's kind of the direction uh, you like to see things go. So, so sticking to sports proved wrong once again. Um, Two other things from the email I wanted to ask you about, and then we'll do a a rates impact. Everybody will ask you about rates. Um, Lanfo brought this up yesterday. Netflix getting into the live sports-ish business with the WWE. Netflix paid $5 billion to get the WWE. Were you surprised? Is this a sign of the future? What would you make of that deal? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I mean, the number is... Big. I didn't really know WWE's financials. I know it's you know very popular still among uh, you know a big demographic, uh, mm-hmm. both you know sort of young adult males and, and younger guys, uh, and it draws eyeballs. And the you know the thing for Netflix and for Apple TV and for Prime and all of the streaming services is you know they want live content. They want content that is not available anywhere else that requires you to have their subscription. You know, that's why some of the football games are, are showing up on Prime or on, uh, you know, you can still get them in Peacock. local markets on local TV, Peacock, and everybody's got to sort of scramble to see whose friend has the subscription or whatever and make sure everybody's got it. <laughs> right. This is the, you know, it happens. And it happened to me during the Peacock game, like people emailing me for my password and whatnot. Um, but the thing is, the whole game in streaming is uh, signing up new subscribers. Netflix had a good quarter of signing up new subscribers. And like any of these others with the NFL or NBA or any live sport or event, uh, they're looking for uh, you know inventory that they can put on there that people subscribe for and they can sell ads against. Uh, and the WWE is a good product uh, for that and has a lot of eyeballs and people that won't give it up, you know, that are fanatical about it and so now have to subscribe, will have to subscribe to Netflix. So makes sense to me. I don't know the numbers exactly, whether they overpaid or underpaid, but uh, the actual trend makes a lot of sense and the desire to have that inventory and content of, uh, you know, stuff that people are addicted to. Uh, it's a big, you know, uh, move for these places because, you know, the content is going everywhere. It's hard to find what you want to watch uh, at this point, and totally. it's frustrating to me I know, to, to look I, it up and have to find it. Totally. I, question for you, MB Mitch, because this happened to me on a, a text thread with my college friends. My buddy suggested a show. There's a new show called right. called Beef, and I asked, "What channel is it on?" Or, or mm-hmm. more, or more accurately, what outlet does it come from? Mm-hmm. Can you still right. say what channel is it on, even if the answer is Netflix or Amazon or something else? It's not a channel. It's a channel. It's just not a number. So you think it's still yeah, cool to say, say what channel? Yeah. 
All right. Nah, you sound old. You sound out, out of it. Like, you know, you, it, a little bit. It's like your old man. What, asking, what like, should what I say? Jeff, what are young people saying? Frequency was on. If, if I ask a young person what channel, they're going to say Netflix. Nah, it, yeah, it depends it. on... They're not going to say like Channel 5. Channel? Like, they're going to just give you a name. Ideally, they say Channel 4. Jeff, what would they say? You're the youngest it, here. You're not that young. It, it depends. Like, go. if it's sports channels or something, they'll say the, the number. But No, if, I think you would just say ESPN. Yeah, like I said, it depends. Because, you know, every network is different. Yeah. Sure. Like, depending on whatever, really ca- whatever cable you got. When, when Stallion gets here, he's an actual young person. We'll ask him. <laughs> yeah, but no, it made sense for me for them to go out and get WWE. They're all going to be competing over live content. Yeah. Last one, dude. And this was your, your burning question. Yeah. There are $530 billion in real estate loans maturing this year. And this dude that you you spoke to is the global chief economist. He's a big deal. Whoever Richard Barkham yeah. is says yeah. that, yo, these banks are going to get smoked, but it's not yeah. going to set off a wider crisis. It, it, like commercial is going to get smoked, but everything else is going to be okay. I find that hard to believe. Yeah, I do too. That's what everybody says about um, you know big financial problems before they metastasizing some bigger, like, you know, the subprime mortgages weren't supposed to be a big deal. Everybody be fine. The banks will take a little bit of a bath, uh, but it won't create a crisis. Like, it's not as big, the commercial real estate bubble, nowhere near as big as the overall national, like, uh, you know, private homeowner real estate bubble of 2008, 2009. I mean, it's bad, and there's a lot of bad loans on the books um, that they're going to have to eat losses on uh, the banks and in ways that will get passed on to consumers. Um, but overall, theoretically, it shouldn't be as bad as subprime was, you know, because you're talking about trillions versus billions and, and a, just a bigger chunk of money that's going to go bad. Uh, but if you get higher interest rates and that is one thing that goes bad and then you get another couple other things, you know, these things can uh, pile on top of each other and create bigger problems than we see. Like we never see these crises around the corner really um, for how big and deep they are until we're in them. And then you see that more people have exposure and some people have made bets you didn't know about. And all of a sudden insurance companies are on the hook and others. And, and I'm not apt to say, don't worry about it. I think it's a problem. It may not be a huge one, uh, but it's one of these things that could get worse. You got a leak in your house. You don't fix it. It gets bigger. There you go. Exactly. Um, Take care of it while you can. Ben, always appreciate your time, man. Sincerely, always learn something. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. All right. Take care, guys. Have a good weekend. Take care, brother. That's our guy, Ben White. I often reference his newsletter every morning. I really enjoy it. You can sign up for it. Go to his Instagram or Twitter, at Economy Ben. Denton Day joins us at 1 p.m. Ooh, Iron Man, baby. Turn it up. Johnny Cakes Allville. I already played a minute and a half of it. I was sitting here. Not talking on the radio, which is the you job. You tell me we're on, dude. I had no idea. Did you know? That's who's ran. <laughs> Lanville's going to freak out. Lanville, I have a question for you. Uh, Big Nell, Linnell Willingham, thinks Ben Standing should come on his radio program more often. I am texting with Ben right now. Should I let him know that Linnell's worried he might be mad at him? 
Yeah, you should let him know. Ben Standing just sometimes doesn't respond to text very well. Though. That's what I said. Yeah. He's got a green phone. Yeah. When you got a green phone, it just doesn't work sometimes. You'll text Ben Standing and he'll respond like 19 hours later. Maybe that, you should, Maybe all your young people should act old sometimes and just dial a person number. B. Mitch wants you to call. B. Mitch is a caller. I mean, if, if, if you text somebody and they don't respond to you, call them. More likely they will respond because you know what? If somebody texts you, you know what you say? I can hit them back later. If it's important. Call, call the damn person. Um, well, Ben, if you're listening, call the hotline and tell us if you're ignoring Linnell or it's just your green phone that doesn't work. If you are, good job. <laughs> um, important news to me and maybe others. You know what's happening this Friday, Brian? What's that? They're opening a new giant in my neighborhood. There's an old giant that they're closing and they're opening a new giant. You want us to come celebrate with you? You're certainly welcome. But here's more important about this giant. Landfill, you ready for this? Da-na-na. New Bethesda Giant Food Location has a Lido Pizza Corner Shop. Inside? Inside. Uh-oh. Now, there is You're a Lido. now. There's a Lido's right by my house, which is awesome. But the parking lot is a zoo with a capital Z. Mm-hmm. This new giant is going to have... Pre-made Lido's pizzas that you can take home and bake them at home. I don't want to work. I'm going to go straight to Lido's and get mine. Fair. It's across the street. No problem. Now, I would like the construction over there to move faster because the liquor store is closed and has been closed for some time. (laughs) And that impacts me directly, Landfill. Um, So if, if we could speed that process up, folks, I'd appreciate that. I'm fired up about the Lido's, though. Um, also, Jeff, I'm, I'm just taking care of a little TCOB, a little house cleaning here. Um, bad news for you related to Guatemala. Um, now, our boy Greg Height has offered to put up 50 bucks also. But the State Department does have a travel advisory about traveling to Guatemala. Why does he have listen to the State Department or anybody else? The State Department has traveled to Guatemala considered level three Reconsider your travel. Um, specifically, do not travel to San Marcos Department. I don't know how to say this word. I'm going to give it what I what I got. The Huey Huey Tenango Department or Zone 18 in the city of Villa Nueva. This is all due to high crime. My reply to the State Department is, do they know where you live? And do would they could, what would they classify your neighborhood? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, JP, um, one thing... See, I want. I think I blend in if I go to Guatemala. I think I could blend in. I I've been told I could I could blend in in the Dominican Republic, Cuba, all these places. I'm looking at the men on here. I can pass. Hold on. So you've now Googled Guatemalan women and Guatemalan men. Hey, trying to see what he need to look like. Are you sure that's all he's looking for? Yeah. Oh come on, Jeff. I know Jeff. Dende joins us next. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.